Y'all ready for this? No, we gotta do something quiet after we do that. We gotta start reading. Yes. Or uh, quietly masturbating under a Snuggie. Ooh, on a plane? Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, underneath your jacket and bag on a subway like I saw on Twitter. <laughs> well, to be fair, you are following uh, Secret Jerkin at, at Secret Jerkin on Twitter. I'm going to look that up after. I want to see, I wanna <laughs> see if that's a real thing. That sounds good. If we sound different today, it's because we're using a new thing. and A Zoom. A Zoom. A Zoom recorder. Nice. After they stopped making uh, MP3 players, they started making recorders. Yes, they they pivoted. Yeah. They realized they were losing, and they thought, what was a better market to lose money in? And they went recording. This is the one. This is where we choose to lose our money. Is this an H1N1? I was literally just going to say that. This thing says H1N on it. I'm like, this is a number away from a virus. You hear SARS is back? Is SARS back? SARS made a comeback. 2020 SARS Not only in China. But in Japan, too. I did, yeah. I saw a thing on the news. Fucking 2020, baby. Bring SARS is the hot new flavor. Yeah, SARS. What else are we going to bring back from... from Bubonic two, Plague. From 2003. What was some, uh, the remix to Ignition? <laughs> Can we bring that back? 2003? Yeah, I, I, I think it was two, actually. Yeah. Actually, no, I, I think SARS was also two. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Still for, Honestly, in my head, I, I have... SARS and the remix to Ignition, like, linked. I mean, they both did terrible things to children. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, one might have killed more than the other, but one left more emotional scars than the other. Look, man. First of all, Chris Frank is calling me. <laughs> well, you should probably... I guess I'll answer it. Answer it on the podcast. Don't tell him we're on the podcast, though. Okay. Chris Frank! I'm definitely not doing a podcast right now. Carry on. What, what's, uh, what, can I, what can I do for you? Never apologize. <laughs> Be, being being in love means never having to say I'm sorry. That's true. Yeah. I I don't apologize. I take it back. Good. What's up? I was listening to the uh, end of the year awards episode. Excellent. And. Uh, yeah, I was just calling to see if you happen to be recording at this moment, and like you said, you're not. So <laughs> That's right. I'll just have to keep calling until I, until I find the time when you want. No, th- did you have a question about the that podcast? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I could say I have a question about uh, the peanut butter and dog situation. What uh, What about the peanut butter and dog situation? <laughs> Okay, good. I thought you, I thought you would be. I, I would be surprised if you didn't support that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, I enjoyed the moment when Drew, uh, when you guys were doing My Name is Girl, <laughs> and Drew thought that he added something by saying that he would be a female. When, when, when he... When he literally added nothing to the bit, where I said, I believe what happened was, I said something to the effect of, how about my name is girl, and uh, Jason, Jason Lee's last good deed is getting himself a sweet pair of tits. And then Drew said, yeah, and he's trans. <laughs> something like that. 
Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. I don't know. How are things over there? Pretty good. It uh, we got a bunch of snow this week, but we're we're having a melt now. Uh, we had snow earlier today, and it's already melted. Good. So, yeah. So it's and what it's. Uh, it's like after midnight there. Shouldn't you be in bed? I am on the road. Uh, I have like one of the last carfuls of shit from my old house. So, I don't know if you know, I moved back to Jersey. Uh, wait, did I know that? Yeah, no, I think I did. Yeah, you, yeah, you bought a, I knew you bought a new place. Yeah. Yeah. So, so now, you know, when you, here's the thing, when you, when you buy a house, the smart play is don't sell your old just have two houses for six months. Is it wait, is it? <laughs> yeah, and then take a really long time to move everything out of the old one <laughs> and and then rush to get it on the market. Okay. Because you're running out of money having to pay for two houses <laughs> for half a year. Yeah, that does seem like a good play. Now, now I want to preface this as you're also the person who gave me advice on uh, lifting heavy weights, and I believe your advice was to uh, lock my knees and then jerk up quickly with my back. <laughs> so I, I like that you've parlayed that advice into home ownership. Cardio. Okay. If you're interested in hearing it. Absolutely. Uh, so what you do is set your alarm on your phone yeah. in the morning. Mm-hmm. Some ungodly hour that you'll never expect. Like right? like ten thirty AM. Sure. Or let's even let's say six thirty in the morning. There's a six thirty in the morning now? Yeah. Jesus. So <laughs> let's say your alarm goes off at six thirty. Yeah. You want to work on your cardio, so what you do is, you just, you, first of all, you go to sleep in your clothes. Right? That's important. <laughs> of course, go to sleep in your clothes. So the moment your alarm goes off, you kick the sheets off of you, yep. and you just start running full speed, full sprint out of your house, <laughs> and you until you just can't keep going any further. <laughs> And then you see how far you can get. And then every day you try to go a little farther. So, so your cardio will be that does sound great for cardio. Now, follow-up question to that. At the end of yeah. this run, what what is the game yeah. plan from there as far as, like, getting home, etc.? Because you run yeah. as far as you can and you collapse, right? Yeah. So then what do you do then? Or do you just... Do you stay there for a while? Oh, you're going to... I mean, naturally, you'll stay there for some time. Sure. Because you're going to be exhausted. Of course. And you'll, you're probably going to feel terrible. Yeah. Because you've eaten, you've drank nothing. Yeah. And you didn't stretch. <laughs> Correct. And everything's just going to hurt for a really long time. <laughs> so, so this actually might be most of the day. Well, I mean, it's not most of the day, but you're going to need some time. You're yeah. going to need some time to, to, to really, you know... Let everything kind of go back to relaxing. Yeah. Let your heart rate get back down normal. Let your let your limbs get the feeling back in them. Of course. And then you just walk home. <laughs> okay. That seems reasonable. 
All right, I'm, I'm going to try implementing this. This might be my new move for 2020. Okay. It's a resolution. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> you sound good. I'm coughing. I'm coughing because I, I just ate Wendy's. And... It has okay, that so effect. I pulled up to Wendy's. I pulled up to Wendy's. I'm like, hey, I'll have a chicken sandwich. And they're like, no, you won't. We don't have chicken. Oh, just no more chicken at Wendy's. He goes, all we have is chicken nuggets. I said, give me those. He goes, okay, what do you want to drink? I said, I'll have a Dr. Pepper. He said, no, you won't. You don't have that. <laughs> the, uh, this, is a, this is a tough Wendy's experience. So then I said, well, what do you have to drink? And he named every other soda that hmm. they have. But they just didn't have the two things that I wanted. The two things you wanted. So now... After the first thing, did you begin to think that maybe this guy just had it in for you? Uh, maybe, because then, cause then I was like, he was like, sorry about that, and I was like, that's alright, and I'm like, well, you know what, I haven't eaten all day, like, I, I was at the house cleaning up for like 12 hours, so I didn't tell him all this, but this is what was it. Sure. And then what I asked him was, well, do you have any cookies? Cookie deal, you can add it, whatever, for like a buck. He goes, oh, let me check. No. Nope. Nope. Throw them out. Oh, what, what's that? One more thing you wanted? Nope. Yeah. No, they don't have that. So then I pull up and I pay, and he goes, hey, for all the confusion, by the way, there was no confusion. I understood what he was saying. Yeah, nobody was confused, it sounds like. I think maybe he meant for the for the trouble. Sure. For the inconvenience, but, but he said for the confusion, uh... He upgraded my medium fries to a large fry. Pretty good. No charge. So, Solid. Not exactly what I wanted, but, you know, I'll take it. Sure. It's because, right, you know what? In like, a, in like 45 minutes, I'm going to be stopping at a Taco Bell. So, I'll get, I'll get dinner, too, there. Ooh, fourth meal, as it were. Yes. But, like, back to back. So, like, I have breakfast. Yeah. Right? Have like an early lunch, like 11 a.m. lunch. Then don't eat for a really long time. Eat and drink nothing. Yep. 12 hours. <laughs> then eat a meal. Yeah. Then. Very quickly. An hour later. Eat another yeah, meal. Eat another meal. I like yeah. it. That's, a real. A, a real dinner bang bang. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, I like it. Well, I hope Taco Bell has one thing that you want. I mean, as long as they got tacos, I'll be all right. What if they don't? Oh, man. Okay. Let's play this out. Uh, <laughs> Let's play this out. So that's like half the menu. Yeah. Uh, what are my other options then? Let's see. At Taco Bell? Um, Crunchwrap Supreme? Yes, Crunchwrap Supreme. Uh, 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 about a, the Gordita Crunch? You can get a Gordita. Yeah, you can get a... I got a taco in it, so... That's true. Yeah, so you're get you're getting uh you're getting a cheesy gordita, no crunch. Mm, not worth it. And you can get a um, you can get a Baja Blast freeze. I get well. So who sorry. knows? Because if I order the Baja Blast, they might say they don't have that. They probably will say that. Like it's sour strawberry. Drew, but it's the only soda that's exclusive. They should have that. Yeah, Drew suggests. What, what, what if they're like, what sauces do you want with it? And I'm like, I'll take. And then they go, oh, sorry, we don't have any sauce. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Our drawers are empty. Sorry. Have you, 
Does your Taco Bell in Canada, I'm assuming there's only one, does yeah. your Taco Bell in Canada have still the caramel, apple, and banana? No. I don't think so. Yeah, not either. Not either. Yeah. Also, our Taco Bells in Canada are trash. They have, like, they're like American Taco Bells, but with one quarter of the menu. Mmm. It's, they're, they're bad. And, like, you know when, like, they originally introduced, like, the Doritos shells in the U.S.? Like, we yeah. got them, I'm gonna say, n conservatively seven years later. <laughs> Yeah, they're Did not. Did you get both Dorito flavors? No. We we had Cool Ranch and Nacho Cheese. We got Nacho Cheese, and then maybe for, maybe for um for one month, several years later, we got Cool Ranch. We never got Fiery, which is the one I would get in the U.S. Yeah. Now we had we also had the Diablo Taco for a while, which was like yeah. It was like a black shell. Right. Super spicy. Yeah. But we don't have that anymore, and we don't have we don't have Cool Ranch either anymore. No, I think you so, only got nacho cheese now, because I think I tried to order... I think yeah. I think I tried to go off-menu, and I got yelled at. <laughs> By who, Alex Zane? Probably Alex Zane, the, uh, the international yeah. spokesman for Taco Bell. That's correct. Yeah. Have you seen his Taco Bell sandals? I haven't, but I can picture them. <laughs> so they're not made by Taco Bell. Yeah. He went to a custom sandal maker online, like custom flip flop. That sounds right. And and was like, can you put the Taco Bell logo on sandals? And they're like, fuck yeah, we can. And they're like, yeah, we don't care about copyright, sure. Yeah. We, yeah. Can can they also can you can you put Mickey Mouse beside it since we're going for it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that reminds me of uh, there was so in the old neighborhood I used to live in New York, the like the Dominican neighborhood, there was a store, a video game store that they just blatantly painted Mario on the side <laughs> of the store. <laughs> that seems fine. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a. a <laughs> I feel like as long as you're in an ethnic neighborhood, ain't nobody coming knocking about copyright. No. Yeah. But then, like, when we go to the Dominican Republic itself, man, people really don't care about Oh, no, 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 yeah. What, once you're, yeah, once you cross that border, once you make a run for the border, forget about it. Call back to Taco Bell. <laughs> once you're on one of those, quote, shithole islands. <laughs> 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 yep. <laughs> Just trying to use the correct uh, terminology for our current administration. The the president's English, as it were. Yes, that's yeah. correct. As opposed to the Queen's. Yeah. The Queen's English, the president's English. Very different. Very different. <laughs> the Queen's English almost never contains the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Almost. Hey, you know how we uh, did that whole impeachment thing? Yeah, how's that going? Uh, I don't know. We might we might pick it up later. Okay. <laughs> we put a pin in it. Come back to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, like okay, we impeached them. Yeah. But then that's enough. That's sort of it. You know, just, let's just kind of like, hey, hey, knock it off. <laughs> Stop it. 
Hey, 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 you're you're impeached. I mean you can you can run again and probably win, but you're impeached. You can stay president right now. And and for and, and for four more years. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Continue campaigning, which you started from the, the moment you were inaugurated. The, uh, the day after you got elected. <laughs> you went out and had a re-election rally. Yep. By the way, that's not usual. It's not. It's really not. That. No, I know. I, I do remember seeing, uh, seeing it and going, well, that seems soon. You know who else has rallies? The clan. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Drew, Drew, you can jump in on this. I'm enjoying. All right. Drew says, you know who else has rallies? The clan. That's <laughs> true. You know what? I almost... Uh, Joined the clan? No, no, no. Okay. I mean, uh, we had this huge CD rack uh, that like we were throwing out, and it's one of those like spinning CD racks yeah. that has like... Yeah, you know, like CDs on all four sides. Gotcha. And what's interesting is, like, the it, it was shitty and old, and like it was it, it like had three parts you could take apart like vertically, right? Yeah. If you took the top off of the CD rack, can you imagine what the symbol looks like that's holding in the four sides of CDs that can spin? I sort of have a picture in my head. Is it what I think it is? <laughs> it is. Chris, did you make a swastika? <laughs> <laughs> I learned it from watching you. Yeah, exactly. But, so I just put it outside at the curb with like a bunch of other stuff, like free, you know, whatever. People can come and take it. And uh, I was very tempted to take a picture of it from the top down with the with the well and, uh, to post it with, with the description like Donald Trump CD rack. <laughs> Very nice. What's interesting is Drew, Drew literally just showed me a top-down picture of it. Or something very close to it. Okay. Yeah. There's a wooden yeah. one, too. And, oh, a nice wooden one. That one's classy. I like that one. Oh, it's a uh, no, holder of like napkins. Black plastic. Yeah. That was the first one he showed me. It's probably almost it's identical like to what you had. Cube? 1997. <laughs> Perfect. Well, it had a good run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, no, it did. It did. <laughs> so, so now, what are you doing with all your CDs? Uh, I, I don't know. I never had any CDs. They were all decisions. Ah, okay. I think she's just moved. She's moved on to digital stuff. She has Pandora. Good for her. She's fine with that. <laughs> That's good. Although she did keep her CD Walkman. Hell yeah. Or Discman, I guess. Love she it. kept that, so <laughs> she's probably still listening to some right now. It's funny because the other day, like when we moved a bunch of stuff, she was like, "Oh, I got a bunch of VHS tapes, and we don't have a VCR." So hmm. I, I went out and bought a VCR. <laughs> <laughs> Big day. I got it off of uh, Facebook Marketplace for what should have been fifteen dollars, but the guy didn't have him, so I said, "Fuck it, keep it, keep the twenty." <laughs> A nice tip. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm glad you have uh, video head system technology once again. Yes. I got a video head system got, for you. <laughs> we got some. We got some like mini DV discs, too, whatever those were, like the old, you know, the old camcorder discs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I found old camcorder. 
recorded. I recorded a bunch of old wrestling stuff on, so now I gotta like I gotta go through that. Oh man! But I don't have any di- like way to digitize it. I'm probably just going to put it on the TV and record it with my phone looking at the TV. <laughs> oh, perfect! Yeah, you don't. That's the best way to do it. You don't lose any quality that way. <laughs> no, yeah, of course. Uh, I'm trying to I think. It is. I don't have a capture card anymore. I was gonna say, not a lot of capture cards out there. Yeah, because I, I I had a mini DV camera, and I think it used a FireWire cable, which I have one as well. Yeah. And there's no such thing as a FireWire port on any computers anymore. There isn't. There's no uh, what is it? I E E E one three nine four. Is that anything close to the right thing? That sounds right. You're the tech guy. You're a tech guy. <laughs> You might not be. I'm a tech guy, but I don't know the IEE codes for FireWire cables. I'm gonna look that. I'm gonna look that up after this phone call and the podcast. And if I'm right, I'm gonna throw myself a party. <laughs> Great. My camcorder doesn't even use standard FireWire. It has a mini FireWire. Fuck off. End. So yeah, I have to use a mini to regular FireWire adapter. Unacceptable. And then use a FireWire cable. That's yeah. that's nonsense. No, I agree. But I have it. I have it. Oh, well, if you got <laughs> it. But I don't have a computer hook, too, so. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I do have a TV with S. How about this? I have a TV that takes S video. Nice. And I use it. I have, a, I have the S video cable for my N64, and I use that, and it looks much better than the composite. Oh, I forgot N64 could do S video. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Have I showed you the, the like the ROM cart I got for N64? Yes. All right. Well, let's you know that. Yeah, that's pretty cool though. Because <laughs> I just I just got so this dude just made like a local two-player mod of Mario 64. I saw the picture you posted that. I was like, why the fuck do I see Luigi in Mario 64? That's correct. I did not know what to make Dude, of that. This guy, like, and like Mario 64 in the craziest ways. Like, he built in the Odyssey uh, physics. Oh, or whatever. interesting. So, like, you, you can throw your hat and become anything in the game. Huh. Like, all sorts of crazy stuff. Wow. So, he made... Two versions of that, where you can throw the hat, and yeah. the guy who's, who has the second player controller can become whatever you threw the hat onto. Ah, okay. Or, or you can become whatever it is. Right. So I've just been doing. I've been doing the two-player version, throwing my hat onto like doors <laughs> or whatever that like you can't get into in the castle yet. <laughs> yeah. And then making the person just become an open door. Like they have to just move out of the way. Oh, sweet. <laughs> And then I can run through the castle like uh, like an idiot. <laughs> like an idiot. Yeah. Nice. It, it makes the game glitch out and go crazy, though. I would imagine like, like, there's going to be some glitches there. And herky jerky. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I am um, currently driving past a town right now that last Sunday when I drove past it was on fire in the <laughs> most dangerous way ever. It was from on the highway. I could see like a mile away flames that were like fifty feet high coming out of like. So let me tell you this story. Holy shit! This guy, this guy, uh, like lived in an apartment complex, and there was a brand complex 
Yeah. And so he posted on Facebook, tomorrow, I'm going to burn down the apartment complex. Oh, no. They, built, they are building just to mess with me. <laughs> huh. Whatever that means, right? Sure. So then, so then, like, nobody really responds to him. Next thing he posts is, 7 p.m. is when it will stop. And then, sure enough, the next day he burnt down two construction sites, three houses, and, uh, like, a couple of businesses that were burnt to the ground by this one fire. Well, I like a guy who sets a plan and sticks to it. Yep. He Respect. Also, he supplies at, like, to start the fire at, like, the liquor store across the street. Which oh. had a security camera. Oh, And then he great. walked across the street, also on camera. Sure. And lit the fire, and then walked apartment also on camera so it should be a pretty open attack <laughs> I think this may not be a long investigation yeah <laughs> yeah like no like the fire happened they put it out the next day they were like by the way we arrested the guy <laughs> done it was a seven alarm fire and I've never heard of that many alarms I thought it went to five I thought it was like the star rating system Although Meltzer broke it's that one, so I guess. <laughs> so it's not a starting. I found out it's the number of alarms is the number of fire departments that respond. That, okay. So there was like seven local towns that all came out there. Damn. And put the fire up. Huh. Yeah. That's wild. Yep. They were like. Uh, there was an arrest made, and it's definitely the guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I'm, I'm glad they didn't arrest the wrong guy that was all over the security footage. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. When's the next 3-2-1 uh, battle show? This coming Friday. Alright. Yeah. It'll be it'll be my, it'll be my first time in the ring in six months. Third surgery. Third surgery. Third surgery. Third surgery. <laughs> Drew, stop chanting third surgery. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You've been out of the ring for six months. Time to start working on that cardio tomorrow morning. <laughs> yep, it is. It is Chris Frank cardio time. <laughs> Hell yes. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm try assuming, that. What's that? Yeah, <laughs> I'm assuming that you've been out of the ring for six months. So has Drew also been out of the ring for six months? Uh, he Drew was out of the ring for three months. Three and a half. Three and a half. Drew's been back though. Uh, Kelly has also been gone that long and isn't back yet. Did he get hurt? Uh, yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> No, his uh, what, his, one's man, one man's hurt is another man's Kelly bitching. <laughs> yeah, he uh, his, his back was bad, but I think it's is fine he now. Hurt? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but also his back was bad, but I think his back is doing better. He's now. also an incel, so he's also an incel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you yeah, know, I thought Kelly would be more of a of, of like a ball cell. I get well. I guess he actually is a ball cell because yeah, if he made the slightest effort, he could be knee deep. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Any so, effort whatsoever. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, Volcel is actually uh, more Other accurate. than just swiping no on every dating app. Yeah. Yeah. So, here's something. Yo. Here's one. Here's one. There's a... Letitia was telling me about this, uh, this dude. Or, no, I, guess, I don't know what you can call it. Uh, <laughs> it. It uses they as a pronoun. That's all I'll just say. Okay, I'm already, I'm already on board. Yeah. That person... Yeah. ...had a crush on a girl. Okay. And was always, like, making it about the fact that they have this crush on this girl. So, like, nobody can have fun around this person because they have a crush on this girl. Okay. And that this girl's not addicted, right? Yeah. And, like, always ends up, like, crying about it or, like, you know, asking, do you think I should give it, you know, just try it one more time? And it's like, no. How many times tried? Three. No, it's not going to happen, right? Yeah. So then, here's the, here was the kicker. Yeah. That person is asexual. The per- the person so they, the the girl they had a crush on or the they person? No. The they person is asexual. Is asexual. Okay. Yes. So obviously that means that they don't have any sexual Yeah, activity. so what were you, what were you going to do with the crush? They just wanted the crush to be with them asexually. Okay. And they felt that they felt that it was unfair of the person, <laughs> of the girl, yeah. to not want to be with them. Asexually. Asexually, yeah. Huh. I was like, that's a lot to ask for. That is like kind of an ask, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, on one hand, I've already asked you if you want to, like, be with me, like, be my girlfriend, like, three times, yeah. and you said no every time. Yeah. So I'm gonna try again. Also, we're not gonna. If you are with me, we're not having sex, and you can't sex with anybody else because then that's cheating on me. Yeah, just just to sweeten sweeten my already sweet deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Right. And then this person always would show up to all the events and make it all about that. It's like, okay. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, basically Kelly, but (laughs) Kelly with a crush. Yeah, basically Kelly with with even more weird wrinkles added in. I blame his mom. Drew blames his mom. (laughs) Drew blames his mom or Kelly's mom? (laughs) (laughs) Kelly's mom. Drew, do you, blame, do you blame your okay, mom, too? I, no, my mom no. had nothing to do with it. No, Drew does not blame his own mom. <laughs> I mean, what if Kelly... What if the situation was the exact situation that I was just describing, Yeah. but the girl was, was, was Kelly's mom? Not Kelly's mom. <laughs> <her> mom. <laughs> so, so, so it's... Uh, j- just, to, just to recap, it's... Uh, Asexual transgender Kelly with with a crush on his own mom. Or Drew's mom. Or Drew's mom. <laughs> I thought I just thought um, Drew's mom was giving Kelly bad advice, and that's why Drew's mom is to blame for this. No, 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 no. It's Drew's mom that Kelly's a crush on, and she's being unreasonable by not being with him. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I can I can see all that. And like every time you go to a show, he's always talking about Drew's mom. Drew's mom. And how he wants to know if he should try again because he was getting like a vibe. Like the last time they talked, got like a little bit of a vibe, and he wasn't sure whether he should do something about it or not. <laughs> I like this scenario. <laughs> I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try to make this happen. <laughs> I'm gonna facilitate. <laughs> she is taken. She's taken. Okay. Yeah. Well, then you know what? That adds an even better wrinkle to it. He okay. So tra- transgender asexual Kelly has a crush on Drew's mom and wants her to be Polly, and she's not. No, 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 I think he wants the divorce. Oh. And when she does become him... No sex. He wants it to be asexual. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that tracks. In an asexual way. That's sparkles. Yeah. (laughs) All right, well, I think we got it. (laughs) Excellent. We did it. I'm happy. Well, we... I should probably jump off because I've been recording this for half an hour. <laughs> You've been recording this? <laughs> oh, this is on, This is going on the podcast. 100%. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, good. I, I'm legally required to tell you that. I actually know. I think Canada's a one-party record yeah. law, so I didn't even have to tell you that. <laughs> so, you're welcome. New Jersey, actually. There you go. So we're set. Actually, but here's the here's the wrinkle on this. Oh. When I called you, I was still in the state of Pennsylvania, which is a two party state. Ooh. So this is gonna get you murky. Can't, <laughs> you can't use the first five minutes. Okay. <laughs> the the first five will be redacted, <laughs> and the following right. the following twenty five will be public. Excellent. And people will right. never I'm know. Glad we, I'm glad we do business. <laughs> Awesome, but uh, yeah, give me a shout uh, whenever, and and we'll, we'll also chat off air because it's always fun. Okay, great. Yeah, good talking, man. Good, to, good, to, good to see you. <laughs> you didn't see me. What? <laughs> Regular John Cena over here. Who, who am I? You listened to the shit out of me. <laughs> it's so hard to say that. <laughs> How do you say it? <laughs> There's no good way. I hate it. No, there's no good way. How do you aggressively uh, listen to something? <laughs> you know, as we're getting older, I think that's the only way we're going to actually hear anything. Listening to the shit? <laughs> I can't even <laughs> say it. It's tracked. All right. I'll see you soon. In real life at some point. I hope so. Spirited, uh, drinking, casino visiting, and headbutts. I would be disappointed with anything less. All right. All right. <laughs> Catch you later, Chris. Love you. Love you. Bye. Never say you're sorry. Never say you're sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hung up on him as he was saying sorry. <laughs> I'm going to... And we're back. We're back. I hope you enjoyed the uh, opening segment of this podcast, so, which featured our first ever live, live call-in, unintentional yeah. 
call in yeah. from one Chris Johnny Cockstrong Frank, yeah. all the way from Pennsylvania and, and New, New Jersey. Jersey. A, a bi-state call. Bye. That's a state where you fuck everyone. Either, either, or you don't care. Yeah. So, well, either you've just heard that, or the audio was bad. And you didn't hear any of it, and this is just the beginning of the episode. Well, you can take the beginning preamble we did of that one, two mi- yeah, I guess and I'll take out the Chris Frank. The beginning two minutes, um, but yeah, well, f- maybe this is this is one of those secret lost tapes. Here's here's how you'll know if the episode is one hour, it's cut. <laughs> if it's an hour and a half, it's in. I like that you're optimistic that this review will be an hour. <laughs> hey, I was cautiously optimistic about the awards and. I guess it worked out. Do you want to do the awards, the second awards? Would you like to do more awards? More awards. Then the award for... Nicest bottom male. <laughs> the award for fattest Adele goes to... <laughs> Most likely to give Vince a boner. Ooh, Virgil. No. I don't know, we were talking about him earlier. But, He's at, Virgil's but, in my head but now. But Vince doesn't need a boner for Virgil. He doesn't. Because Virgil uses his boner. So who does Vince need a boner? Take for? take my advice, ladies, gentlemen, others that to, I don't want to classify. To quote the early two thousands poet Fred Durst, Frederick Durst, Frederick, hey kid, take my advice. You don't want to step into a big pile of shit. This time you do. <laughs> okay. Uh, go to the network or your Royal Rumble box set, which you did, which I did. Go to the 1994 Royal Rumble. Yes. Wait until uh, Diesel comes down. Um, there clear, are, clear some dudes there, out. There are two good moments for Diesel, but one is more important than the other. Uh, Diesel clears house and then is in the ring alone. Uh, wait for Bob Backlund to come down yeah. and try to shoot, throw Nash <laughs> out of the ring yeah. and watch Nash struggle to stay in. <laughs> But the more important one is when Virgil comes down, because uh, Virgil definitely potatoes him. He throws some boxing punches yeah. and, and one connect. And just watch what Kevin Nash does to Virgil after he pops him in the mouth. I've never seen Kevin Nash like throw good shots before. And also for like a big dude, he's never really been overly that physical. No. Because he's very... He's soft. He's very lazy. Yeah. (laughs) And he... This might be... Like, this is on par with, like, Coco and the Patriots. (laughs) Like, these are shoot shots. Yeah. Trying to hurt a man. Yeah. And then when he dumps him, he, like... You're going. Chucks him. Like, you're not fighting this. You're fucking going. Um, Oh, but do yourself a favor. It is amazing. He hits a couple of real good ones on Virgil. So, uh, this... In theory, is the start of the podcast. Yeah. Um, or it could also be the, the, all. Could also be almost forty minutes deep in. into the podcast. Yeah. Um, this is supposed to be the Dome Show uh, Wrestle Kingdom fourteen uh, review yes. and uh, ratings and rankings mm-hmm. and discussions. Bloop, bloops, bleeps, and body slams. Yes. Uh, uh, snub, snubs and flubs. Snibs and tibs. Okay. They call me Mister Snibs. They call me Mister. N- no? Nope. Uh, I feel like I've said it enough on the podcast. Um, I also uh, have had an inter- interesting interaction where somebody wanted to 
like one of my coworkers mm-hmm. wanted to start listening to the podcast, and I said, eh, probably not. No, we need more. They're like, what? You, what is it about? I'm like, well, it's supposed to be about wrestling, but but I'm not gonna let you listen to it. I'm like, what's it called? I'm like, uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> we need more like, listeners. I'm really not gonna let you listen. We need to, to increase it. our listenership. Sure, we can increase the listenership. All aboard the listenership. Of people that are outside of my direct line of working, hmm. because the last thing I want is to get around work that. I've been talking about consensual incest <laughs> and legal ages of consent and also dropping N-bombs. N-bombs. But it's been a while. State-by-state state bestiality laws. State-by-state state bestiality I don't really need to let people know what I'm talking about on this thing. I guess. Um, you, I mean, they can't prove it's you. Fair. Um, you, here's, what, here's what you say. Here's the workaround. Here's how you circumvent what you do. Circumcise. Here's how you circumcise. You get an old, creepy Jewish man to cut off a baby's foreskin and then suck the blood out. How is that a thing? Disgusting. How is that a thing? In case... And how is that still a thing? In case anyone was wondering if Israel were the bad guys. Confirmed. (laughs) A moil. (laughs) Ugh. Even the word sounds disgusting. (laughs) The word is disgusting. And I like how, like, when you think of of the guy on Seinfeld, and he was disgusting. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, perfect. I also just think of Mel Brooks in yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah. Because that, that's a moyle. Your uh, past and current favorite movie. Yes. It's fucking good. <laughs> Anyways. Um, um, but here's how you circumvent. You say to your co-workers, I'm on an extremely racist podcast that you cannot listen to, and I will not tell you the name of. But... I listened to this other cool podcast that you should check out. That is fair. Called The Worst Year of Our Lives. That is fair. That is fair. I did describe it because to someone... Because we never refer to each other by name on the podcast, Drew Smith. <laughs> so... That is true, Scott Henson. <laughs> Damn it. Um, I was just... When we, I was describing... And we never give out our Twitter handles, <laughs> at Sarian Softball. Yeah, but that's wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't associate me and wrestling. That's true. I, Drew, I never associate you and wrestling. I've seen you wrestle. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> At, um, at not Scott Hansen, hit me up. Um, DM me weird stuff. <laughs> Do you, you get enough weird stuff. Oh man! Please it's, it's DM wild. me pictures of your wife naked. Yes. Um, yeah, I was, I was ex- explaining to somebody about how, like, well, it started out as wrestling, and there was like four of us, and then uh, one person got too big for their britches, and the other one hated fun, yep. and then we stopped talking about wrestling. <laughs> And so I'm like, it's mostly just two white guys saying whatever they want with no repercussions. And I'm cool with that. As God intended. Here's what I'll say. Except for God's not white. No. That, as black Jesus intended. The uh, Everlasting? <laughs> yes. The, the bulk of the feedback I've got for, like, let's say the second half of all the stuff we've done. Yeah. And and a lot, like I sent you yeah, two yeah. yesterday. Is please less wrestling and more other stuff. Well, it's one one of the things is my favorite part is the preamble. Is the preamble. <laughs> and then other ones, which, which I like even more because it lets us do more stuff is... I don't even watch wrestling, I don't, yeah. but I love listening to the whole thing. Yeah, so yeah. great! I mean, that's that's actually a, a good compliment. If you can not per se be a, a wrestling fan and still get something 
out of even the wrestling parts that we talk about. Could you imagine how boring this podcast would be if we liked wrestling? Ugh. Like, if we were watching 2000 Nitros and we're like, this is really good. This was good. I love the way it's booked. I like Everything way, made sense. I like the way the Harris Brothers do the H-bomb. <laughs> how did they not call it, like, the final solution or something? Like, yeah. I'm surprised that they... You know what? Uh, interesting Harris Brothers uh, piece of information I found out. Turns out they're cool. Did you know... I mean, we already knew that. I mean, they're cool. pretty cool. Did you know that them and Brian Lee are half-brothers? Yeah. I'm, I, I think I remember hearing that during, like, DOA days when they were... But, like, that could have worked. But I think I heard it on the internet. Internet. On, on the dirt sheets. Ah, well, there you go. I was reading the after mags. I uh, I heard Jim Cornette say it on a podcast, Ooh. so... I heard Jim Cornette say something else on live TV. That they could <laughs> No, been... sorry, sorry. <laughs> on taped TV that a bunch of people heard, decided it was yep. fine, and then, and then went through. Yeah. So, like, is he even at blame for that? I don't no. think he's at fault. I think, I think the, it's the editors. The editor. Yeah, whoever was in the editing room was Probably like, the editor. nah, that's cool. Also, it wasn't a racist no. joke. It wasn't a black people joke. It was joke. a starvation. It was a starvation in Africa joke. Which, if you want to have a problem with that, fine. But at least know what you're mad about. Technically, there's whites and browns in Africa, too. So, he's off the hook. I, I give him a pass. You're, you're out of the bad books, buddy. Yeah. Jim, hit me up. You're out of the bad books. We are, we are absolving you of all of your sins. Jim, come on the pod. Come? Come on the pod. Pinner Strokes. Live. <laughs> Um, alright, we got a lot of wrestling to review, and I we guess. got another podcast to record later. Yeah. So, let's just jism jump mm. right into the jizzy jazz of this deep, <laughs> this this 12-hour-long wrestling extravaganza that was Wrestle Kingdom 14. We we watched it in six. Because we didn't watch yeah. other things. I need a little sip of that or uh, I will. I need a sip or I will die. Don't <coughs> chug it. Don't cough in it. I need a sip. Or I'll I'll get very sick. I'm not gonna give it give it to me. <laughs> Careful, we'll disrupt the recording. I won't device. disrupt the recording, but I need a sip of energy drink or I will just die. Thank you. Just finish right. it. No, it's fine. You whore. I just need some. I'm good. I'm fine. Uh, where were we at? Uh, ethnic cleansing is that what we're talking about? I think South so. Africa. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was twelve hours of show. We did it in six. I feel like we watched everything we needed to watch. Except for you, because you missed one match because you were getting pizza, but we, didn't, mi- we didn't want to wait for you because we don't like you. Sure. I missed half of Saber Sonata getting pizza, but we watched that. Also, today. I rubbed my butt on your comfortable... Uh, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> you went for pizza, I went and put my bare ass on your bed. On my on my UGG backrest Yeah, for bed. Well, you are an old man and you need a backrest, so... I need to sit and watch my stories. My stories? What are you, a passions guy? Ooh, Passions. That's the one that had magic, right? And the LP. Right. Who died way too young. And also, I feel like it was on way longer than you think it was on. Oh, if you told me Passions was on for 40 years, I'd believe you. Uh, it's not quite 40. It's probably a lot. But I feel like... I mean, I... soap operas ran... I mean, the, the, like the old one. Like, all my children ran for, I think, 175 years. That's a long time. Yeah. Uh, Passions was on from 99 to 2008. A solid decade. Yeah, I did not think... It, I like for Originally, I was like, nah, I can't be right. Uh, All My Children was 1970 to 2011. Okay, so there's ones that go earlier. Guiding Light was earlier. Guiding Light's 60s, maybe 50s, but probably 60s. Uh, 1952 52. to 2009. Yeah. 
and what else? As the World Turns would be another long one. As the World Turns and Guiding Light were my mom's too. Uh, As the World Turns was 1956 yeah. to 2010. Yeah. Yeah, I know they... Uh, like, almost... like. Almost all the soaps died, like, right around 2010. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, like, the, the world wasn't prepared for lots of, <laughs> lots of things, you know? Things changed, and... Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that is a lot of lot of goddamn television. Yeah. Um, and that's five episodes a week. Yes. That's not one a week. So that's, like, thousands and thousands of episodes. Uh, the other one is Mori Povich has been 1991 to current. They're, make, they're still making they're new still episodes of Mori. making Mori Povich episodes. That's wild. That is... 30 years. That is 30 years of Mori Povich. Holy shit. The, la- the, the most recent episode, January 13th, 2020. Unbelievable. My wife cheated with my brother, and they're, and are these my kids? <laughs> uh, yeah. And then he goes home and plows Connie Chung. Yeah. yeah. Does it get any better? Sure. <laughs> Uh, I think he looks terrible now, from what I remember. I mean, probably. Looks better than Geraldo, as far as 90s talk show goes. What about Montel Williams? Has the... Was he faking MS, or does he still have it? Uh, I don't know, I feel like he was doing it for attention. Maybe. He is a detention whore. He was a real second Wachowski Uh, sibling. 1991 to uh, 2007. As Montel? Yeah. That's a good run. Pretty good. Pretty good for Black Maury. I, I mean, I would do I would do national television for 16 years. Pay, probably pays really good. It probably pays like, just fine. Very comfortably. I'm not worried about Montel Williams. Besides his health, I guess. <laughs> I guess. But, I don't know. I watched a lot of that growing up. A lot of, a lot of Maury, a lot of Ricky Lake, a lot of Ricky Sally, Lake. Jesse, Raphael. Jenny Jones. Jenny Jones. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of Donahue, but I feel like I was pretty young when that show was on. Yeah. He just disappeared after his show. Just like his child. Ooh. Too soon? No, you're on time. Has it been you... 22.2 years or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Donahue was on from 19... Holy shit. 1967 to 1995. 67? I, I would have guessed at least 10 years later. I would have said maybe late 70s. That's what I would have said, too. Because I associate him with the 80s, but that's because I was alive then. So. Uh, yeah, when did his son get kidnapped and raped and murdered? Um, I don't know. Uh, 80s? Uh, let's see if I can really quickly look up without having weird, awkward silence. Oh, the, boy. Uh, uh, and, so that happened to Donahue and... John Walsh? John Walsh. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was the I 80s, mean, and that's when it people... It was the 80s. That's when people's kids, kids got kidnapped. Kids were flying off the shelves. Do you... I, like, your parents weren't scared about you getting kidnapped? Um, no, but I was a special case. Because your special needs. Yes, but my parents weren't worried about me getting kidnapped because my parents, in quotation marks kidnapped me so the mm. odds of me getting re-kidnapped from them interesting were small um, and they the, to their credit they knew how to hide a kid <laughs> there you go uh, I'm not gonna lie I think I made that up in my head I don't think his kid was kidnapped I think he just did shows about kidnapped kids probably I think you're just thinking of John Walsh John Walsh is definitely yeah he yeah. definitely had his kid kidnapped yeah. and and fucking murder like beheaded like, like the worst murder it was a bad one 
1981. Was John Walsh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in Hollywood, Florida. Ooh, the good Hollywood. Uh, he was abducted from a Sears. And that's why Sears is out of business now. Uh, doesn't, doesn't actually say when he... Oh. Apparently, in, in 2007, there were, uh, apparently people thought that Jeffrey Dahmer did it. I think that's... And that's... Uh, yeah. But I was going to say wishful thinking. That's not exactly what I meant, but you know. It was a serial killer named Otis Tool, and he looks exactly as you would think he, he looks. He looks like a serial killer? Hell yes. Uh, Hell from yes. Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, died in prison. What's that weird stat that's kind of scary? Like, how many active serial killers there are at any given yeah, yeah, time yeah. in the U.S.? Yeah, it's yeah. like more than 10. Yeah, it's like I think it's 20? in the teens. Almost Which 20? is like, like more than one. <laughs> but I feel like all those are like rural areas of places that no one goes to. And it's all, it's it's mostly just like hobo killing. A lot of hobo killing or a lot of like abducting prostitutes yeah. or like runaways and strays and high stuff. High risk. Yeah. Hi, high risk, high reward. You know? <laughs> um. Anyways. Russell Kingdom. Go oh, yeah, Russell Kingdom. That was the thing we were doing until we rambled on for 15 more minutes. What are you going to do? Um, yeah, so we there's a, there's a lot to unpack on this show. I think the first bits are pretty easy to just blur through. Um, so we did do star ratings for things and then didn't watch them on the Sunday. But since then, we have, like, mo- all, both of us have yeah. watched and fast-forwarded or, like, just kind of s- scurried through them to get them over with. There's just so we could do some scurrying. Just so we could do some ratings. Yeah. Um, so on day one, the obviously we didn't see the dark match, the woman's match, because it wasn't recorded. Meltzer gave it two and a half live. Uh, sure. Uh, we, Meltzer's gay. Um, so... Look, Drew, you can't be gay and Jewish. Pick a lane. Yes, you can. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Nathan... Fucking lane. Jewish? Jewish and gay. I guess he is Jewish. Um, I mean, he's definitely gay. No one's arguing. <laughs> you can't argue he's gay. That You know what? It is against the law to <laughs> argue against Nathan Lane being If gay. you're heard publicly saying that Nathan Lane is not gay, you can go to jail. I saw Nathan Lane at a regular homo- homosec- <laughs> non-homosexual strip club. Uh, you I love go how to prison. I love how your default is homosexual, so you had to change <laughs> yeah, yeah. it. I saw him at a regular men-only strip club. Hey, second half, baby. Second half gay. I'm just preparing myself. <laughs> I'm prepping. I got seven more I'm, years. I'm prepping. I'm taking prep. <laughs> I'm using Preparation H. Um, okay, so to start off the show on the pre-show was uh, Young young Boys. I re- literally wrote GBH and Young Boys versus Hanari and Whites is what I wrote. Uh, yeah. Um, that, of course, was the typical get the young boys and whatever leftover olds you have on the show. Yeah. Um, which was fine. I don't feel like it was anything of note. It was a dark match eight man. I think that the whites are better than I remembered them being. I think the whites are promising. I think I only saw them a couple times and was like, ah, they're okay. Yeah, and then I saw them and I was like, ah, they're they're all big muscular dudes. Yeah, no, I I think a lot of them, I think probably all three of them will be something. Now, I I don't think his name is Coughlin because I heard commentators call him Coughlin. I would rather call him Coughlin, so if that's what you're hearing, let's go with that. But does that mean anything? Who knows? I, d- I don't know. Um, but I'm happy to call him Coughlin. I so, would 
Hanare and the Whites won. Yeah. You and I both said the Whites. Um, we both said two for a star rating. Um, I gave it two and a half. I'm sticking with two. Meltzer gave it two and a half. Ooh. Well, we are best friends, you know. He did yeah, respond to one called, of my tweets. After you called him gay and Jewish. I call you gay and Jewish all the time, and we're technically friends. That's true. In the eyes of the law. <laughs> we are common law friends. Common law friends. <laughs> um, so the second dark match was uh, Battle Battle of the Old Men. Uh, Tenkozi versus Nagata and Nakanishi. Here's what I'll say. I think Nagata can go. I think Kojima can go. Kojima can kind of go. That all said, this was head and shoulders, the worst match of the weekend. Nakanishi. And two of them should not be in a ring. Well, one of them is not going to be in the ring much longer. No, but one of them and, is... And once he retires, I feel like the other one's not that far behind. Probably. Um, Nakanishi running the ropes is the most adorable thing ever. Everything Nakanishi does is hilarious. The attempted 3D that Tenkozy did oh was boy. fucking great. Yes. Um, you said Tenkozy. I said Tenkozy. They won. Yep. You gave it one. Or no, I gave it one. You gave it a half. <laughs> Meltzer gave it 1.5. Uh, Okay. Uh, I gave it uh, one and a quarter. I stuck with my one. I am batting a thousand on both predictions of results and predictions of my own star there ratings. There you go. There you go. Batting a thousand. Uh, so, the first match of the actual card was the uh, the first of Liger's two retirement matches for the weekend. Yes. Uh, Liger, Fujinami, Sasuke, and Tiger Mask, Sano, Otani, Takaiwa, and Taguchi... Um, you... We both thought that Liger's team would win. Because of course it should have. This, of the two, this is the one he should have won. Of course. I, this, I understand. This doesn't mean anything. I understand he has to win his last match. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry. Lose. I understand he has to lose his last yeah. match. That's fine. I 100% expected that. Yeah. But why not, in a meaningless old guy eight man, with yeah. one... Besides him, active wrestler in the who, match. Who doesn't really need anything. Who needs nothing. Who's not going to get some sort of weird rub thump yeah. from it and go on a run. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe he will. Maybe he will. He's but literally done nothing It since seemed then. so obvious that Liger could beat one of the old guys on yeah. the other team yeah. and have people have 40,000 people in the Tokyo Dome cheer for the last Liger win ever. Yes. But no. Didn't happen. Um, Liger, now, Liger is a rare, maybe the only case in the history of pro wrestling of being too selfless. Because I honestly can't think of another person who is like that in wrestling. Because most other people are scumbags. Sure. I mean, like, not like he really had much of a choice, but I feel like Kurt Angle towards the end was really just all about, like, yeah, wrestling the guys he wanted to wrestle, putting them putting over. Them over. Yeah, sure. But, like, that was also, too, like, it's not like he can go in there and say, like, well, no, I'm I'm yeah. going to beat Baron Corbin, thank you. And they were like, no, that's not, sorry, Kurt. Yeah. Like, you, you can wrestle AJ, you can wrestle Ray, you can wrestle Kurt, uh, Chad Gable, but, like, you're doing the job to Corbin. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Um... So, you, I'd said two, you had said two and a half. Man, did this match overachieve. Agree. It was so much fun. Three and like, a half, as, I'd, as, I'd as a, like, the match itself was like, you know, as you'd expect, a bunch of dudes in their 50s, 50s and 60s, and a guy in his, like, late 30s, early 40s. Toguchi's 40s for sure. Yeah, so, like, early 40s. Uh, Fujinami's 66. There you go. So like, And the rest would be 50s? Suzuki might be under... Tiger Mask is under 50. Suzuki's under 50. Otani is... 
Just right over around 50. 50. Takaiwa would be late 40s. Sano's over 50 for sure. Yeah. Let's talk about Sano. Killed it. Killed it. Both Fucking days. Crushed. But Sano like, was awesome. I really hope that I was really hoping this would give him the bug, and then they'd be like, I, "Hey, I'll uh, I'll take Liger's spot on the roster. If he's out, I'm in. If yeah, like I don't. Yeah, it's not like he needs a full time job, no. but like, but it'd be cool. Sh- he should do. I would love him to do something like have. A match on the next big... best of the super juniors. I was like, yeah, that's that's probably too much for him. Like a bunch of singles matches, yeah. obviously. Yeah, and they could all go like four or five minutes. Sure, but like just a match on one of the big February shows in something would be cool. That'd be cool. Like just put him in an eight man because like his tope looked good. His tope was good. He moved pretty good. Yeah. like he didn't look bad. Like his face looked like Mac and me. As I mean, Kelly pointed out, he's still looking back at me. But but like he could other he than could go other than Taguchi, he looked the best in shape. Yeah, and even Taguchi's not like in that good of shape. Yeah, he's, he's just fine. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was it was pretty good. Yeah. Like, uh. So you, you said three and a half. Three and a half. I don't remember what I said, so I gotta look. I said, uh, I said three and a quarter. There you go. Uh, two and three quarters from Big Dave. Alright. I mean, that's fair. Also, he's from a distance. <laughs> um, so the next match was an eight-man tag that was uh, in Gorbanalis versus Suzuki-Goon. Yeah. Uh, this was one that we didn't watch the day of and this watched was later. This pure fast-forward on the day of. Uh, we saw the finish, because we always watch the finish. We watched the finishes, yeah. Um, you, We both said LIJ. We were both wrong. Um, I said three. You said two and a half. Yeah. Um, I... Th- like it was honestly what what it was, you know. It, like it was an eight man tag with some there. with a couple good guys on both teams, and yeah. then a couple of whatever guys. Um, it was really just to to, to sort of further Sonata yeah. and and um, Saber, but not in the way we thought because we thought Sonata would beat someone on the other team, but it was Saber beating someone. On the yes. Other team. And then gloating about it outside the ring afterwards, exactly. which, yeah. which is also it's, another way to do it. It was a good, it was a good way to set it up. Yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah, it was just like your your basic eight man tag. Like there was some good stuff in it, and some just completely wasted time. Like yeah. also, they didn't really get a lot of time. Um, I gave it two and a quarter. I also gave it two and a quarter. Well, there you go. I thought it was the better of the two eight mans. Uh, definitely, yeah. absolutely. Then the, the other one, which is the next one, yeah, um, is uh, chaos. Did I say what Meltzer gave that? Oh, Meltzer, no, you didn't. Meltzer gave that two and three quarters. Okay, so a little bit better than we thought. Yeah. Um, but he gave it the same as the old guy tag, and I thought the old guy—I don't know—the old guy tag was just more fun. It's just more fun, but like yeah. from a wrestling standpoint, if it's, if it's pure wrestling, it's about the I same, I guess. Similar, but yeah, um, there's so much more to like about the old guy. The the next one is yeah, Chaos, uh, Goto, Yano, Yoshihashi, uh, and Ishii versus Bullet Club, Fale, Chase Owens, Kenta, and Yujiro. Um, you and I both said Chaos. Uh, we were both correct. Yeah. And uh, we, uh, you gave it one and three quarters. I gave it one and a half. And what did it, David Meltzer give it? David Meltzer gave it two and a half. Oh, David Meltzer, you are dumb. I gave it two. I gave it one and three quarters. Ooh. Um, it, it was nothing. 
Like, it literally was nothing. It no, was nothing. Other than Kenta, no one on that other team is good. Fale could not have been trying oh, less. Fucking he Fale. looks terrible. He looks so he bad. He doesn't even wear gear anymore. No. I do kind of like that he's dressing like an African warlord, sort of. Yes, that's not Or like that's a Southeast bad. Asian warlord. Yeah. But he sucks. Yes. He's so fucking fat. Chase <laughs> Owens is a waste of life. And other than having a hot slut come to the ring with him, Yujiro might as well just fuck off. Yeah. Here's... A hot take. Picture what Bad Luck Fale looks like. You got it? Okay. Chase Owens has the worst build on that team. Yes. He looks worse than He looks terrible. He looks like... No muscle definition. He looks like the shittiest indie guy. Which is exactly what he is. Except that he's on the New Japan Dome show. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. Like, being in the Bullet Club literally means nothing. No. It's like being... The touring drummer for Kiss at this point. <laughs> like, oh, cool, you're the fifth drummer they've had. Like, there's Air- no more Catman, there's no more Egyptian. Is there a fox? There's maybe a fox, yeah. Now now you're just like... I only know the animal. Now ones. you're just a guy with red lipstick on. <laughs> you're just a trans Now you're just guy. a trans man. <laughs> you're just a cross-dresser is what you are. Um, yeah, it was, it was nothing. Um, the demon, the star man, the trans. <laughs> the, the trans. Um... So, the next one is the IWGP Tag Team Championship match, which was uh, Grills of Destiny versus Finn Juice. What the fuck? Finn, Finn and Juice? What the... F- if it, that, didn't we... I agree. I, Should I, be the name. I came up with that yep. when we were watching, right? Yeah. I was like... Because I was telling shane yeah like hey get, guess what these idiots name is finn juice i'm like wait it should be finn and juice sucking on finn and juice <laughs> so what is juice robinson doing um he's a uh, the cow or the policeman from the village people but gayer but gayer and with weirder colors and a bad mustache and a terrible perm it's crazy he looks like uh, like, gear and entrance stuff aside, just, like, his actual facial look, he looks like the worst Doug Furness. He looks like a white character in an anime. Yeah. Which is maybe what he's going for. Like, that they're, like they're making fun of Westerners, yeah. and that's the Westerner character. And he, like, has, like, the character would have, like, a Texas accent. Of course. Regardless of looking like a total queer. Yeah. And if we've learned anything, <laughs> there ain't no queers in Texas. I thought there were steers. Yes, there's steers. Ain't no queers. There's only steers. Only steers. And you know what they say about Texas? There's steers. I bring up an interesting. End of I bring up an interesting point because in the past, on this very podcast, mm-hmm. many moons ago, a fortnight ago, we used to so say either a number of months or two weeks. One or the other. One of those. Um... Where we had jokingly said that all of your exes live, live in, Texas. in Texas, but if there ain't no queers in Texas, then how do your exes live in Texas? <laughs> That's true. All my exes are steers. Ah, uh-huh. you fooled me once. <laughs> oh, look here. Here's you can't look. fool me again. <laughs> can't shoot the shooter. <laughs> you can shoot the sheriff, but you can't yeah. shoot the deputy. Obi Wan, shame on you. Obi twice. Shame on me. Obi Thrice. Obi Trice. <laughs> Real names, no gimmicks. <laughs> Way to go. Way to, way to, way to ruin I, your I, own thing. I don't know what happened. What, what, <laughs> what, did your autism kick in? It didn't. That's why That's why I went wrong. Oh. If it kicked in, I would have I nailed it. Your brain. Your brains are repairing themselves? Yeah. I mean, no. <laughs> your IQ's going up? I'm in diagnostic mode. Mm. 
<laughs> I, I rebooted in safe mode. <laughs> safe space mode? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm always in safe space mode. Um, so yeah, God, God versus Finjuice. Why is there not a woke sci-fi show called Safe Space? I that don't know. fucking rules. Let's write it. That's what Avenue 5 should be. Let's write it. Let's just fix Avenue 5. Let's fix it. Even Mr. though it hasn't even aired yeah. yet, so who knows. Mr. Ianucci, it's us again. <laughs> <laughs> you ignored our letters about Veep and Alan Partridge. <laughs> Please listen to Please us. Please heed our warning. <laughs> Uh um, fucking finjuice. This match sucked. It, it was, was it was so bad, it was literally nothing. It was not much of anything. Uh we both said fin juice, we were both right. Because that means juice is halfway to becoming to his to achieving his quest at the end of the two dome shows of becoming Juicy Two Belts. Juicy Two Belts. <laughs> Um, Which we were going to get shirts made of. Uh, well, if they, if he had if gotten he did shirts it, if made he did of, it. we would buy them. At, no, I, I, at, at Hot Topic. No, I think if he had actually walked out with two belts, we would have gotten shirts made. And then made. sent pictures to him, and then gotten yeah. him to retweet it and become friends with Finn? I think so. Or Juice? I guess we'd also be friends with Finn, because yeah. he's a tag <laughs> Um So yeah, we both said Finn Juice. Uh, I said one and three quarters. You said two and three quarters. Yeah. I don't agree with what I said. I think I changed my vote. Uh, I said one. Wow. <laughs> I said two and a quarter. You're dumb. But you're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> but it's dumb. So what... What did, G, what did Dave Meltzer say? Dave Meltzer said three. Whoa! Is he a big juice man? I don't Does he th- love the juice? I don't think he loves the juice. Mm, I'm pretty I sure. like the juice if you're talking about OJ. Sure. If you're talking about OJ, I'm in. Steroids, I'm in. Pretty much every other connotation of juice, I'm in, except Robinson. The movie with Tupac. Absolutely. Um, juice, that was a good one. <laughs> um, the next one. I th- I think we're going to have our biggest disparity in Star Wars on this match. Absolutely. Because I found this match to be a delight, and you hated it. I don't believe you. I, I think you're just playing. I think, well, here's the thing. I'm not actively playing, but I do believe I have irony poisoning, and I can't tell like if I actually like something or oh, if I'm you're, being ironic. You're, you're Randy Marsh playing sarcastable. Yes, exactly. Oh yeah, right, Sharon. I can't stop being sarcastic. That's please help me, Sharon. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's where I'm at, especially when it comes to Lance Archer versus John Moxley. Yeah, the I- IWGP Intercontinental Title match, Archer and Moxley. Now I'm going to tell you how dumb this was. You remember how we've mocked in the past? Moxed. Moxed in the past, the uh, the old TNA, Rob Van Dam has to drop the title, then there's a tournament, then he's also in the tournament. Yeah, this isn't that bad. It's still pretty dumb, though. Moxley had to drop the title. But he literally had and, to. And then gets the next title shot. But that was all shoot. I know, but like... TNA was storyline. <laughs> there was nothing it's wrong true. with Rob Van Dam. <laughs> Abyss attacked him with a board full of nails. <laughs> And left him for dead. Yeah. And then they had a tournament for Rob Van Dam's vacant title, and he was fucking in it. Yeah. This is not the same. It's still pretty dumb. <laughs> yeah, but he literally had to forfeit the title because he couldn't wrestle. Because he couldn't get it up. He couldn't get it up because he had MRSA. That's what he had. Is that what he had? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. I thought he just had... Uh, the sniffles? I'm I'm a bitchitis. <laughs> no, he... No, because he 
Couldn't wrestle for like two months. Whatever. Gay. Uh, you and I both said that Archer would win. We were, we were wrong. Both wrong. Uh, we both said three stars because we thought it would be a like a, a beating. One of us undershot. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, like I think I think the only thing that saved it for me was, was that they were reckless. So funny. And the ending was great because was, Archer was so hurt. <laughs> Archer died on the finish because for anyone who didn't see it. Moxley did his finisher, like the. It's not called Dirty Deeds anymore. It's called something else. Paradigm shift? No, that's some. Or is that what it's called in AEW? It like yeah. the uh, the Death Rider. Yes. Yeah. Or is just is the regular DDT the paradigm shift, and then the high angle one is the Death Rider, something like that? Yeah, something like yeah. that. So. Moxley does his high angle double MDDT off the apron through two tables. And the way Archer lands, the edge of the far table just like goes into him. <laughs> like right into his waist. Right into his waist and crotch. Like, he and he was bleeding a ton. And he was bleeding a bunch. It was great. And I, I thought they did funny stuff throughout. Uh, Archer tried to murder him with a plastic bag. That was funny. But not even the right way. He no, just he put was... it over his face. And, like, over his eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, not even over what he breathes through. It was... The match was really funny. I give it three and one quarter stars. Well... Meltzer we, gave it three and a half stars. We, we aren't that far apart. Okay. I gave it two and a quarter. Okay. Um, Because it was, like, reckless, and I do, like, reckless wrestling. Yeah, for sure. And the finish was ridiculous. Yes. Um, But it could have been much lower for me <laughs> yeah. if it wasn't for that. Yeah, three and a half. So that means this has set up Moxley versus Juice, Juice. on day two to yeah. get Juicy Two Belts. Correct. Uh, Which we didn't watch a second of. <laughs> no, not even. Um, so the next one was the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, which was William Ospreay and Hiromu Takahashi. Um, you and I both said Hiromu. Yeah. Because I believed that Osprey was moving up to heavyweight. And I don't see you being wrong Incorrect. as it stands. You said four and a half. I did. I said five. Yep. I am sticking with my five. Mm-hmm. I think it was ridiculously awesome. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Osprey hurt his foot halfway through and still did a bunch of shit. Yeah, fractured his heel. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's pretty crazy that he still did all that shit on a broken foot. Yes. And the... Which of course we didn't know the time at the no. time, but we found out afterwards. Exactly, and the the shit he broke it on was one of the coolest spots of all ever. time. The the for me, yeah, it's very cool. You know what was the coolest part was when he ran Into back at Hiromu ring. at the ring, yes. and Hiromu like flipped him and through it was the perfect. ropes, and he rolled. Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah, like never lost momentum. Uh, yeah, it, it was. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. These guys like did a bunch of really cool stuff. It was really fast paced. There wasn't really, like, a ton of, like, boring downtime, which, like, sometimes you get in longer Osprey matches just because, like, obviously he's fucking tired. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm, st- I'm sticking with my five. Here's what I'm going to tell you about your five. I think you're right. <laughs> I, yeah, like, all the cool stuff they did, they actually had some story, which was nice, and I'm always a fan of the... Uh, Built to the build, built to the finisher, built to the finisher, 
hit the finisher. Holy shit, he kicked out. I don't know if anyone's kicked out of the time bomb yet. BT dub. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, boom, new super finisher. Done. <laughs> the super, super finisher. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I also did like that Osprey was working the neck. Yep. Which was really good. Um, like, surprising that Osprey didn't take any bumps that looked like he uh, was severely hurt on, yep. like he always does. Plus, but he did still get hurt. But he did still get hurt <laughs> on, under his own, like, yep. flips. Um, but yeah, it was dope. It was killer. What did, what did Meltzer get? Meltzer five gave it. and seven eighths of a star. He gave it five and a quarter live, revised to five and a half after watching it on tape. Alright, cool. You're a cool guy. <laughs> um, so next was the first of the two main title matches setting up for the main event the next day. Yeah. Um, Jay White, uh, Tetsuya Naito for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. You and I both yeah. said Naito. We did. We were both right. Mm-hmm. You said three and a half. I said three and a quarter. Meltzer gave it four and a half. I don't know why we were so optimistic about a Jay White match. I don't know. You'd think it would be in the threes. You'd think? Was it? I don't know. I don't think it was. It might be three. I think they have bad chemistry. They do have bad And chemistry. I think Jay White is terrible. And I don't care for him in the least. I think... I give it negative 90 stars. <laughs> I think if Jay White was a face, I think he'd be I, more passable. I think I'd like him. Like if he was in Juice's spot. No, if he was in like Moxley's spot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like I think if he was because I think he's a good wrestler. I think he like is he because I remember like in I don't know twenty seventeen maybe, um, he had a match with. Osprey in Ring of Honor. And it was great. And it was just like a face-face, like, good wrestling match. Um, but he doesn't do those anymore, because he's a heel. He's got and facial he, hair to tell you. And he has facial hair that will alert you as such. And I know some people like the fact that as a main eventer in New Japan, he's very different than all the others, which I agree that variety is the spice of life but I don't like the way in which he's different because it makes his matches worse I just don't think he suits the New Japan style of wrestling yeah I think it's he's so American I think he's very weak on his strikes yeah and a lot of the flashier high-flying moves he does mm-hmm. ju- are just are lower impact slower speed or less fluid Compared as like as like Tanahashi or Naito yeah. or Okada or like whatever. Like yeah, he could probably be on that level if he adjusted his style to what fits him. Yeah. But I think him trying to do the New Japan main event style doesn't fit for him. Yeah. Like his like you know, he'll he'll do strike exchanges and they're very weak. Mm-hmm. Or like a move that somebody else would do very fast and fluid in motion and like really just it works really really well his just seemed to have like a stalling aspect or like a not so smooth aspect to everything Mm -hmm. where it's almost like he just has to hit the spot and it doesn't matter how well it looks or how good it looks like so i don't know i just i i'm I'm, i i've never been a fan i just do not care for him at all and if kenta is going to be the guy that that takes the bullet club forward i am totally cool with that fine yeah um yeah, I I mean it for me it was it was really boring, really bad. Uh maybe I, I don't want to give them three. I gave it two and a quarter. I'll go two and three quarters. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't... I, I don't, don't think they're in three. It pissed me off. Yeah. 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 Now that I think about it, yeah. Yeah, piss me off. <laughs> it's fucking gay. Obama's fucking gay. <laughs> I'm Barack Obama. I'm Barack Obama. And I'm gay. So, we both said Naito to move on to the main event. We were both right. Yeah. So, it's Naito against then, the winner of Okada Ibushi and, and one of us, White versus the loser of Okada Ibushi. One of us kept being right. It was me. Mm. Hey, guys. It's me. <laughs> um, so, then, yeah. So, the main event was... Uh, the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, uh, Kazuchika Okada versus Kota Ibushi. Um, we, I said Ibushi, you said Okada, we both gave it a five. I'm going to... That's right, and I am very reluctant to predict five. I feel like You don't often do it. It's setting up for failure. I think the... Also because you like to be pleasantly surprised. Sure. I don't like to set my expectations at the top... And then anything less is disappointing, even if it's four and three quarters. I am the opposite. You're the opposite. I, I you like go for it. I like to be disappointed. You make them earn it. I like to be disappointed. That's true. You do I like to, to hate things. <laughs> That's true. I'm trying to think of because I've predicted very few fives. I I don't know if I did for Okada Omega. I think I think I went four and three quarters for that. Um, I don't think I went five for anything last year. I might have gone five for Okada Tanahashi 2016. Yeah, maybe. That might be it, honestly. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I can't really think of too many that you've yeah. done. I mean, I, I don't do that many, and no. usually the ones I do are the main events sure. of Dome shows. No, they're absolutely so. ones that could be and fairly often are. Yeah. But, yeah. Um. So, I was wrong. Because I thought they were going to give Ibushi the moment and then have Naito ruin it to be the heel. Mm-hmm. But in fact, that didn't happen. And Naito's a big old baby face. Um, so, yeah, it, it was good. It was really good. Um, I still, like, I don't know what it is. Maybe the fact that Okada and Tanahashi had almost perfect chemistry with each other. Yeah. That I feel like a lot of other people really struggle to have chemistry like that with Okada. Uh-huh. I think him and Ibushi have good chemistry, yeah. but there's still a lot of uh, like slight, very, very slight missteps. Like Ibushi backflipping onto his own head. That was pretty funny, though. That was nuts. And also the fact that he was fine. Fine. But, um, yeah, I just feel like, I don't know if it's just like, because like, no, no, nobody can argue this, and if they do, I will hit their face like Psychosis 2 did to Conan. Um... <laughs> Okada can fucking go. Okada has no, no probably the great, the best gas tank on anyone in wrestling. Yeah. Like, nothing blows him up. Nothing slows him down. And, like, Ibushi is also, like, oh, yeah. a fucking tank. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the longer the match went, Ibushi was slowing down a little bit, and that made him a little sloppier. Mm-hmm. Like, I, f- I just feel like it, th- yeah. towards the end, the chemistry was getting a little bit less and less. Yeah. And that did hurt the match a little bit. Uh, that being said, I'm still giving it five stars. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where you were going, because while you're saying all this, I'm like, huh, I'm giving it five. <laughs> I wonder how much he didn't like this match. <laughs> no, I still thought it was great. Yeah, like, it was, I, I still thought everything about it was amazing. And also, like, o- Okada winning was, a, a, like, 
like, I knew that he could win. Yeah. But it was still, like, it was kind of a surprise a little it, bit. It was in you know? the air, for sure. Because I felt like they had pushed Ibushi yeah. the whole year. Yeah. Like, everything Ibushi did was to building, to him winning the G1. To to then lose this, let alone the next day. Yes. Spoiler alert. Spoiler Spoiler alert, he lost on day two. Spoilers from um, a couple of weeks ago. But yeah, I, I, it, was, it was still kind of a little bit of a shock. Yeah. You know, because you were like... Well, I mean, he he's been pushed the whole year. He mm. won the G one. Like they clearly have like faith yeah. in him. They want him to be something. Of course. And then it was like, oh, he lost. <laughs> yeah. So a little bit of a shocker there. Yeah, their um, their G one match uh, six months ago or whatever. Uh, I thought was great. I think I had it in my top ten ish for the year. And I think I gave it four and three quarters, and I think this was better. So. If you do the math, better than four and three quarters yep. is five. Um, yeah, and then if we if we abided by the above five star scale, we would maybe have a difference between uh, Osprey Takahashi and this, but we don't because the scale goes to five goddamn stars. You would, which you, we're going to talk about in a minute. Later. Also, because you won't let me go past five stars, even though I tried really hard to and then did. <laughs> did you? <laughs> yeah, remember because I said that. No, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. All right. But yeah. Um. So, on day one, you went five of ten. Okay. And I went four of ten. So, right. not a not a good show. Not like... Not a good showing for us. Did you... you last got, year. Last year, I got every you main... You got the whole main show Main last show, year? and I got all three pre-show wrong. But it, to be fair, it was like a... a but it was it was all who cares matches. It was a who cares matches. Yeah. And it was like the the Never Gauntlet. Yeah. And the... And there was a Battle Royal. Yeah. And, and a something else. Something. Yeah. And like, yeah. who cared? So, that was into day one. Yeah. Um, I still think... Oh, did I say what Meltzer... For Ibushi Okada? No, you did not. And I, sa- I said Naito White four and a half? Yes. Yeah, yikes. Uh, so, Meltzer... Eight. Five and a half live, five and three quarters on tape. I hate him. I hate him so much. <laughs> but also, he's my friend. <laughs> he is your friend. So, yeah. So, he had that a, a quarter above Osprey Takahashi. Okay. And he said um, that... Okada Bushi was probably the third best match in Dome Show history, and Osprey Takahashi was probably fourth. Right. Uh, with I, he didn't say. I would presume two being last year's Tanashi Omega because he had that five and three quarters. Yeah. And uh, number one, uh, Okada Omega, which was six. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you agree with that? I think Okada Omega is the best. I don't think Omega Tanahashi was any better than the two on this show. Yeah, I think we'd sort of said that when we were talking about it before. Maybe even slightly below, because I think my ratings for last year, I think I gave Ibushi Osprey and Tanahashi Omega four and three quarters each. So in theory, I have both of these above that. I think Nakamura Ibushi... Oh shit! Is yeah, better than that should be up there too. All that, of them. That, that one, quote unquote, only got five stars. Only got five stars. But I, that was pre-scale breaking. I, I guarantee. Yeah. If that exact match happened in twenty nineteen, yeah. that'd be. Six. Or if he had broken his scale before, then it yeah. would have been higher. Yeah. But he was pretty loyal to that system until he got until Alzheimer's he and lost his mind in twenty seventeen. Yeah. Which again, we will be talking about. I I think I think Abushi Nakamura and I think. Tanahashi and Okada's are all like yes real and I think if you if you sat down and like had the time because who doesn't to just watch all of those matches yeah 
I, I feel like the Tanahashi Okadas and the uh, Nakamura Bushis yeah. would hold up really, really strongly As against the, yeah. against all those other ones. Like, yeah. I, I think those ones are fresher in his crippled def- the old man mind. Um, um recency bias. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's true, 100%. Right? For like, sure. I, I, th- I think it's just because those are more recently, and also, like... Uh, not to sound like a, a a hipster who got into New Japan in 2014 Ooh. or 2013, <laughs> um, that uh, the last few years of New Japan, like mostly just Wrestle Kingdom, yeah, um, have been like way more of a white audience now. Yes. more people pay attention to them, so they get talked about a lot more. Of course, yeah. Whereas before, like no one was watching, or not as many people were watching. It was it. just Jap- Japs and nerds. Yeah, right. So I, I think that is also what it is. Is that like the internet hype? Luckily, I'm a Jap, so I'm not a nerd. Because uh, I've been talking about it for a while. Then you have no soul. I'll take it. And you're also kind of a ginger, so you also don't get it. Kind of a ginger. You're like strawberry blonde. That's pretty I'm close. I'm dirty blonde. You're strawberry. You're you're sweet, sweet like a strawberry. <laughs> I am sweet. Like, I feel like hey, like I love you, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, we 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 decided like we didn't know before. Not a fan of uh, father son terms of endearment. Yeah, like sweetie or like kisses on the forehead yeah. or the mouth. <laughs> or or just like fathers who love Look and support you, their Tom kids. Tom Brady, by the way. <laughs> Tom Brady. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I um, I I do really think that like Nakamura and Ibushi is is maybe maybe number one. It's between that and Okada Omega for me. Yeah, yeah. So I, I th- and and uh, and uh, 2016 Okada Tanahashi yeah. is very close. Yeah, to yeah. So uh, and uh, I need to watch. Suck it, Dave. I need to watch Nakamura Ibushi again. Cause that match fucking. Sucks. Yeah, I would like to. I would like to watch that it. That match is so good. And then there's also. Goto Shibata. That one's hot. Yeah. That one's really good. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if it's. It, I don't think it's better. I think it might have a bias because we like Goto and and, yeah, and it, uh, Shibata. It so definitely much. fucking rules. And there's a Shibata Ishii, Ishii one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is so also great. There are a lot of really good ones. The, yeah, there was. Uh, what about Jeff Hardy versus Tetsuya Naito? Oh, drunk Jeff Hardy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was good stuff. Um, that one. P.S. That was a dome show match. That was a dome show match. Two thousand and seven. Seven or, seven or eight. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, yeah, that one dumb show with like a lot of TNA. Where it was mostly TNA. It was like Giant Bernard and Carl Anderson versus the the Dudleys Dudleys versus versus Muscle Symphony. Or Makabe and Yano? Yeah, maybe. Maybe? Maybe. Yeah. And uh, no, it was not because it was RVD versus Yano. Yes. Yes. Yes, that's right. Yeah, so it could have been... Must have been Muscle Symphony. Yeah, or some shit, yeah. I definitely feel like and it that was, was, that was Nakanishi. I definitely feel like it was okay, him, then and, it was probably that, him yeah. and someone. Like, yeah. I don't know. W- wouldn't have been Nagata. Who else it would have been. Yeah. Um, and the Dudleys were 400 pounds each. They were so fat. Yes, they were very, very so fat. So fat. It was crazy. That was like the height of their being fat pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, that would have been Russell Kingdom... Uh, one? Yeah? Maybe? I don't know. It'd be early. Because what? Because one would be two thousand seven. So one or two. I'm gonna I'm gonna find I'm gonna, out. I'm gonna say two thousand seven. I think feels like oh seven. You know when TNA was at the height of its uh, height of its popularity. I mean, I guess with all their stars. I guess it was because their their top pay per view was two thousand eight. Um, it was not. 
So that's probably eight. Because that was the one where they had a bunch of they had they they had the year where they sort of had all Japan crossover, right? Yes, that was they, the all they, Japan crossover year. Okay, so it must have been two thousand eight. It's probably eight. I'll give nine an outside chance, but I will not give it ten. Drew, I won't do it. Okay, don't give it ten. It is not. It is uh, it, eight. It, it is eight. Okay. So you got yourselves a nice. I like reviewing one dome show and going I'm over. Just talking about another one from um, twelve years ago. A- AJ Styles, Christian Cage, and Petey Williams defeat Rise of Milano Collection AT, Minoru, and Prince Devitt. I miss Milano. Milano's fucking. Milano's sweet. great. Uh, Wata- with his weird twink body. IWGP Junior Championship. Wataru Inoue defeats Christopher Daniels. Daniels? I was gonna say I couldn't remember um, who was Daniels. Oh my god! <laughs> Manubu Nakanishi defeats Abyss. Sick. Uh, then you got an eight-man tag of Takamura, Masato Tanaka, Takaiwa, and Yutaka Yoshi against Kenamoto, Taguchi, Izuka, and Tiger Mask. Okay. You got Team 3D against, oh, M- Makabe and Yano. Oh. Just in a, in a singles, or in a, just in a regular tag. Am I misremembering RVD Yano? Was huh? that Was that a different show? Yeah, it must be. Huh, damn. But Team, it's Team 3D defeat... Makabe and Yano yeah. with Hama and Ishii in their corner. Okay. Weird. Um, then you got um, Akira. Uh huh. Oh, sorry. Uh, Liger, Chono, Choshu, and that'd, that'd Fujinami. Be, be the legend. Legend stable? against VBH of Brother Yashi, Ghetto Jado, Shujikondo, and Taru. Okay. Great Muda and Goto. Okay. Giant Bernard Travis Tomko defeat the Steiners. Nice. Kurt Angle, Yuji Nagata, and Nakamura and Tanahashi. Yeah. So RVD must have been just like a random other year. Or the next Oh yeah, because Jeff Hardy Jeff Hardy wasn't on that one. Because that's not Hardy Naito either, yeah. Yeah, so it has to be not, so maybe it's if it's ten, Scott, they do two years. If it's ten, you gotta kiss me on the butt. Did they do two years of TNA bullshit? Jesus. They absolutely fucking did. Unacceptable. The next year. So this is 09? Yeah. Uh, so they had Mystical Prince Dammit Taguchi versus Averno Ghetto and Jado. Uh, Liger and Sano versus Kanemoto and Inoue. Sano's back, baby. <laughs> Sano's back, baby. Um, and yes, Sano was old as fuck then. then um, Motor, Motor City Machine Guns win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship from Yujiro and Naito. So it's not even this year. They did three years of crossover. Turn it off. <laughs> this is over. <laughs> Tiger Mask versus Loki. Okay. Nash, Angle, Chono, and Choshu. Wow. Versus Bernard, Anderson, Ilzuka, and Ishii. That's interesting. Nagata, Tanaka, uh, Junakiyama, and Nakanishi. Oh, Jesus Christ. Team 3D versus Makabe and Yano for a second fucking year in a row. Yeah. Nakamura Goto versus Misawa and Segura. And Tanahashi versus Kijimuto. That... That Noah crossover match is good. That Nakamura is it? and... What is it? Na- Nakamura and Goto versus Misawa and Segura. Yeah. I can see that being good. It's very good. Yeah. Man, I can't believe how much... how I mean, to be fair, New Japan wasn't good then, but how much crossover with TNA. Yeah. Like, it's bad. It's really bad. Um, is it the next year? It has to is be. Is it the next year? It is absolutely next year. So, here's <laughs> the match. Um... Uh, Hirasawa, strong machine, super strong machine, and Inoue versus Liger, Okada, and Kanemoto. Then you got Apollo fifty five against Inferno and Ultimo Dragon, or Ultimo Guerrero yeah. for the junior tag. Then you got 
Naito and Yujiro defeating Team 3D and Giant Bernard and Carl Anderson so for the IWGP Tag Team Championships. So, so was, was Naito Jeff Hardy the year before? No, it hasn't happened yet. I'm going to die. Masato <laughs> uh, Tanaka and Tajiri versus Akibono and Yuji Nagata. Sick. Uh, Nakanishi Chono, Choshu, and Terry Funk defeat Abdullah the Butcher, Ilzuka, Ishii, and Yano. That's a match. Uh, Makabe versus Muhammad Yone. Weird. Uh, Marafuji vs. Tiger Mask. Tanahashi vs. Go Shiozaki. Uh, Segura vs. Goto for the GCH. And Nakamura and Takayama in a match, I believe we watched, that was very terrible. Yeah, it's not good. So, and man, I don't... We're, we're way too deep we're into, into this. We're into 2011 We're now? in 2011, and we still haven't seen Jeff Hardy's name yet. So, if it's not 2011, I'm throwing my phone in. I guess it is, because 20, 2011 was also Jeff Hardy's thing. Ye- sure. So maybe 2011 was Jeff's bad. Uh, so this one was Carl, Carl and Jai Bernard versus Beer Money versus Muscle Orchestra. Nice. Um, Masquerade and El, Som- El Sombra versus Garza and Liger. Tenzin versus Ilzuka in a deep sleep to lose match. Ah, uh, yes. Um, Rob Van Dam versus Yano. Hell yeah. Nagata versus Suzuki. Devitt versus Ibushi. Segura and Takayama versus Goto and Okada. Weird. Interesting. TNA World Heavyweight Championship match. Hard Jeff Hardy it. versus Tetsuya Naito. Oh, yeah. So Jeff had a bad, like, early 2011. Yeah, real bad. Because he was absolutely fucked up in this match. Yeah. And the Hardy, the famous Hardy Sting Thing. is, I think, March. Yeah, Mar- March. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nakamura, Goshiyazaki, Togi Makabe, and Masao Tanaka, and Tanahashi versus Kojima. Right. Does that mean there's back-to-back Nakamura Goshiyazakis? Did I say that was the year before as well? Or were they? I don't know. Or was it Tanahashi? I think Tanahashi. It was Tanahashi Goshiyazaki. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, Goshiyazaki. What a guy. Anyways. Where's he wrestling these days? Who cares? Let's move on. Noah? Noah? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so... That was a nice breather from day one to day two, yeah. just reviewing previous shows that have ridiculous results on them. What was the one other thing I TNA liked? had three back to back to back years four four yeah. back to back to back to back years <laughs> of heavy representation heavy on dome shows total non-stop action impact wrestling well, you know five seven eight nine ten eleven oh my god five years it was a span of and four, they ruined Okada and you're gonna give them yeah <sighs> wowzers wowzers <laughs> wowza the uh what was the one of the thing I looked up oh um, I was looking up if there had been two five-star matches on a show before. Okay. There has been one. Okay. It was uh, NXT TakeOver New Orleans? Mania Weekend 2018. Uh-huh. Whatever that was. So it was the Gargano Ciampa. Yeah. And the fucking ladder oh, match. Oh, the ladder match. Which gave some very interesting people five-star matches. Lars Sullivan. Um, Lars EC3. EC3, yeah. yeah. Killian Dane. <laughs> EC3 was literally only there as a base. Yeah. That's the only reason he was there. As was Killian Dane. No, Dane's pretty good. Uh, he, he's better than EC3, Please for sure. Please, call yeah. him by his government name. Big Cummo. <laughs> Thank you. He makes big cums. Yeah. So, yeah. Inside Nikki Cross. Yeah. So, just a reminder that those three guys have a five-star match. Brian Danielson does not. Maybe his rematch with Bray Wyatt will get five stars. Uh, maybe Bray Wyatt will have the top ten worst matches all to himself of 2020. I can see it. I mean, him versus Kane at Saudi Arabia is going to be bad. Ooh. 